Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome. Oh, I don't know. I can't even remember the name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hit. Welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That with me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronan Warfield. Hi. Hey, Holly. How are you? I'm good. I actually feel a little bit like of an like I've been on an, an emotional roller coaster there. Oh yeah. So I put on um my I I I won't be giving you this film to watch, <laughs> <laughs> but I put on because uh, it's it's very rainy this morning and very it is. um well all day pretty much uh, and continues to be yeah it's I know Jeez, it's yeah. it's been like steadily lashing rain for the last like I don't know two hours. Um, but then on and off all morning. So it's just been a real mm. like, you know, wreck head summer morning day. And um, I put on, uh, what you call it? A friend of the family um, with Jason Siegel and Casey Affleck and Dakota Fanning. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. Is that her name? Dakota? Is Dakota Fanning the, the right actress I'm thinking of? The child actress who's now a grown No, it's not. It's... um. Melanie Griffith's daughter. Oh, that's uh, Dakota Johnson. Oh, Dakota Johnson. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and her. And uh, and I I just kind of thought it might be a little bit more upbeat. And I've just been like in tears for the last like hour and a half. Oh, so, okay. So. Yeah. So it's been great. Yeah. That's that's perfect rainy day fodder. Yeah. Just getting an emotional release. Yeah, <sighs> catharsis. The the release, I'm sure, is very cathartic. Yeah, or just very downer and depressing. Depressing. So yeah. also that, also that. And also, I just realized I was like, "Is this not ending soon?" Because like I'm, we're recording this podcast, and then mm-hmm. I I stopped it, and it was like still another twenty minutes left. And I was like, "Oh gosh, Jesus, I can't take this anymore." <laughs> make it end. I know, like literally, make it end, please. So, um. It is. Like, I mean, the casting's the casting's weird on that one because yeah, you see Jason Segel, like, oh, I could have laughs, but then yeah, you see exactly. Casey Affleck, Casey Affleck, no, it no could laughs. be ultimate torment and emotional yeah. abuse. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I know I should have read the signs, um, <laughs> but actually, it's 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 actually a really good film. Um, like it's got the whole spectrum of cancer in there. Oh, lovely. And. Uh, but like, I guess Jason Siegel's character is the kind of slight kind of, you know, little kind of break from the sort of the spiral. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. There's my phone. There's um, phone. Yeah. So how was uh, your week? It was good. Um, I didn't go to the cinema, but I did take the plunge and buy essentially Black Widow on Disney+. Oh. I want to go. I want to see that. I'm. I'm kind of enraged. I didn't go see it in the cinema because it would. It's a big screen kind of film. Yeah. So you can either go to the cinema to see it. Yeah. Or you can pay for it on on Disney Plus. They call it Premier Access. Yes. Um, and essentially gives you unlimited access to it for forever and ever. So I did that because I'm lazy. And yeah, yeah. no, it's a really good film, but it's 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 a big screen film. Oh yeah, you definitely yeah. recommend it. Maybe on the big screen. 
100 yeah, yeah okay cool yeah and yeah. i've also heard that it's a quite a standalone film so like if you haven't seen all of the up-to-date versions or you'd, 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 the, the level of knowledge you need going into is bare bones you just yeah. need to know that she's on the run and that's about it yeah you know if you need to know more go ahead and watch the previous film which would be in this timeline uh the first captain film. america civil war i think it's the, the oh, okay prequel so it's set straight after that um but yeah no it's basically just she's on the run and it takes it up from there and it's it's its own standalone thing it's not like world building or setting up a huge big storyline or anything it's just it's a good little film i'd say it's really well done oh cool yeah i surprised yeah i definitely um i def i might actually make that my next though i really want to see um what you call it uh, quiet place part two um and i there's feel like that that would be there's, there's a podcast i listen to uh, called the weekly planet oh yeah and like and they like for jokes they just refer to it as everybody shut up and everybody shut up part two <laughs> <laughs> so now that's what all everyone at work is saying it's just like are oh, you gonna see everybody shut up part two <laughs> uh well it's apt you know it is that's it is. that's it's what accurate. it is um and as I've mentioned before in the podcast, it's essentially the Tremors outline. Um, there we go. Yeah, we figured that one out. <laughs> yeah. A legal case is pending. The makers <laughs> yeah. of Tremors are, are quids in. Yeah, yeah. That like 80-year-old like writer uh, is <laughs> taking John Krasinski <laughs> he, down. He stole my idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there probably is some kind of like patented thing on certain like killer or maybe yeah, but that's that's know. such a broad idea. Mm. You know, monsters that hunt by sounds. It's kind of like, oh, well, I patented monsters that look at you in the dark. You know, <laughs> it's just it's not a thing. Like, you, know, yeah. you can't really patent. That's so. true. Can't really steal that idea. So you're saying that I have a chance? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> small, very small. Yeah. <laughs> My new movie. I'm going to be writing. Um, <laughs> Can't give um, too much away. No. no, I actually brought my nephew uh, for the first time to the cinema uh, Ooh, yesterday. Very nice. What you gonna say? Two by two over. I think it's two by two overboard. I think it's called. Is that the uh, uh, the arc? The yes. Noah's arc thing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, I'm not so, sure how I feel about kids' films with religious undertones. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I know what you mean. Um, I guess, though, you could look at it as uh, just a story, Do you know, mm. I mean, like, and just take any sort of element of I know it, it originated, but then I guess like so many other stories kind of originate like in different sort of things of theology. Yeah, but maybe. like, um, I don't know, I, I think like it's essentially like, but I mean, the animals in it aren't even real animals in real life some oh, of them like so made up animals yeah some of them. all right okay so, so they're they're like you know they're kind of they look like um your man from um the jim henson's uh with the nose gonzo like oh, right. yeah. he kind of the there's a species a new species that he's like a character and um and like yeah so it's not it's not really based on it's not like the Rat of God story. Or shit. No, yeah, right. exactly. No, okay. 
yeah yeah so it's, it's just essentially like we need to go from this place to this place and we've made an arc and you know so we're traveling we're like on the road mm. and then some characters fall overboard and then they're like oh we have to save them and you know so that's kind of fair hard. enough did the but, kid like it more important okay so literally verbatim bobby turned around at me 20 minutes in bobby's three and he said i don't like this movie so <laughs> then <laughs> around an hour in that, that kid's gone places <laughs> and then an hour in he was like i hate this movie so I was like, hate's a strong word. And <laughs> don't use that word. We don't use hate. <laughs> I dislike. Yeah. But um, in fairness, though, I think he got into it then, like as soon as kind of the story kind of was getting more and more adventurous and there was a bit more action. Um, mm. He kind of was getting into it. And yeah, so I think I think it did definitely lack a few more jokes at the beginning because kids need to be entertained like straight away or mm. they just don't really they, they're just not really that keen on it you know that's fair enough that's fair enough like yeah. when you like they loved like um or my other nephew loved uh secret life of pets but like you know and as an adult even watching secret life of pets like the the you know the jokes are there like thick mm. and fast from the very opening scene you know so so it's all about the psychology of just hooking kids in I think yeah exactly but like Mm. having said that it's really colorful it's really like the animation is unbelievable and um yeah and it's actually uh I want to see who actually made it because it's uh it's not Pixar no it's it's it had like BAI and um like RTE uh so it'd be like a brown bag t- job. I think it might be. Um, mm. Let me see. Oh, I'm just looking here. The Guardian gave it two stars. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're wrong. If the Guardian gives it two stars, that's it. It's over. Well, yeah. Let I'm me joking. see. I know. Um, where is the... I... Why am I only getting oops? Noah is gone. Is that maybe that's what it used to be called? Oh, maybe that's a different, maybe that's an actual the continental name for it. Anyway, um, but yeah, so, um, who made it? Let me sorry, I'm just like literally looking up. No, I'm interested to know if it was any Irish connections in it. Yeah, director is Sean McCormack and then Toby oh. Genkel. So I think there might be a co-production going on here. Um, yeah, where's the... Um, I can't see the producers. Why is it all cast and crew? Um... Yeah, I can't see any production company. So there you go. That's yeah, great. We, we, we will live on mystery. So <laughs> we will. We will. It's available to Google uh, if anyone yeah. wants to. And it's out in cinemas. In fairness, it's actually like it's 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 a lovely little film, though, as well. Hmm. But I think a three year old, it might have just I think it just sort of went a little bit over his head, which isn't right. actually the film's fault. Really? 
his following tree. <laughs> Grow up already. I know. <laughs> ah, he was so good. But but in fairness, he was actually so good because he was like still not that keen on it, but he just kind of still sat in his chair. Good boy. Yeah, him. I know. Yeah. It's great. But anyway, um, so we yeah. might as well get we truck on. Yep. Yeah. So cool. what uh, what films did you have a choice of this week? Uh, this week you gave me the choice of uh, Wine Country. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, Office Uprising. I believe mm-hmm. it's the one. Uh, both were Netflix originals, so they were easy enough to get a hold of. Uh, I went with Wine Country. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the Wine Country uh, story goes, it's a 2019 film. It was produced and directed by Amy Poehler, who would be primarily known as a comedian or a comedy actress, we'll say. Um, now, essentially, the whole cast is essentially what I imagine to be her group of friends in real life. Yeah, that's and, I and, totally think that as well. And all fellow Saturday Night Live alumni. Um, it's written by Emily Spivy and Liz Kakowski, who are both in the film also. Um, Emily plays one of the six friends. Um, and Liz has a smaller role uh, later on in the film as a, as a, as a really weird sommelier. So essentially, the story goes, uh, it's all centered around Rebecca, who's played by Rachel Dratch. It's her 50th wedding or 50th birthday weekend, excuse me. And Amy Poehler has organized for her and the, the rest of their group, which is made up of six friends who have been, they've been best friends since they all worked at a pizzeria in Chicago. Yeah. So uh, she's organized for all of them to go away um, to a, a wine country in Napa Valley. Um, and basically there for three nights, get drunk, talk crap, the usual stuff. Um, and yeah, but they all kind of go to the weekend um, with like, the baggage of real life um, sort of in tow. Uh, uh, they all have essentially something that they're not talking about, which is kind of holding each one of them back. Um, and yeah, obviously when you throw alcohol into the mix, as in real life, it all comes to the surface. Um, there's supporting cast of characters that are thrown in as well. Um, so in, in the main cast, you've got Amy Poehler, Rachel Dratch, uh, Anna Gaysteyer, Maya Rudolph, uh, Paula Pell, and Emily Spivy, one of the co-writers. Now that's the main six. They wouldn't be all household names, but you definitely recognize them from various uh, comedic roles throughout the years and films and whatnot. Um, Tina Fey is in there in a smaller role as the woman who owns the house that they're staying in. Um, and yeah, that would be the main cast. Uh, Jason Schwartzman is in it as the, uh, the, chef? the housekeeper, or, the chef yeah. slash housekeeper, Devin. Um, and he's good in it as well. He's real weird, of course, because it's Jason Schwartzman. Um, <laughs> He just plays himself, essentially. I feel. Yeah, I know. Uh, I do. It's just, it's just, it's him all the time in those villains. He just plays that kind of smarmy nerd. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was gonna so. say, like, remember that film, um, Funny People, and he's like the kind of same character, like, Jonah Hill's, uh, like roommate or whatever, yeah, and he's yeah. just like, look, if you're not gonna mac on with her, I'll mac on because, like, you know. <laughs> That's what I do. And it's that just kind of so, like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's in it as well. He's good. Uh, he, like, he's like the chef, but he spends three days, literally three days, cooking this one paella. And 
they, they don't even get they to eat even. at the end because because it's taking so long to cook. It's like oh, it's world famous. It's like nobody tastes it. And, you know. Um. So yeah, they they uh, they they have their weekend, and the film is essentially just the 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 what comes it what comes to the surface during this weekend when they throw alcohol and everything else into the mix. Um. Uh, like it's not about wine, in case you're thinking that, because the title is Wine Country. It's basically just set in Wine Country, but like even the characters in it, they don't really care about wine. They just start drinking and get drunk. Like yeah. when they're in when they're on wine tours, your man's like, "What do you smell?" And they're all like, "I don't know, wine." Gulp. <laughs> you know, they don't care. Like, you know? which is a thousand percent how yeah. probably ninety nine percent of people that go to wineries or vineyards or those areas. Like, you know, 99% don't give a fucking shit about what type of wine, 100%. red Have or it. white. Okay, fine. I went, I went on a very, uh, very fancy wine tour in Australia outside. I think it was outside Melbourne. Yeah, it would have been. Or no, not we were up north, sorry. And um, yeah, we went to a very fancy wine tour and I was deeply uncomfortable for most of it because they kept asking me what I kept smelling. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> wine i smell wine I, and i'm making up stuff like i'm starting to like oh i smell citrus yeah, yeah so yeah i did enjoy alcohol? that one yeah, alcohol. um so yeah i totally get the the, the whole um snobbery around wine i guess but uh, yeah. which they were completely immune to so i enjoyed all that the film itself is really good it's like it's not taxing in any way i feel like most of it was kind of improved by them from, from the sounds of it, uh, they kind of just six of them sitting around making each other laugh and that makes it into the film sort of thing. So it has yes. that kind of very uh, impromptu kind of improv style, I say. But um, yeah, they end up getting a psychic over as part of the whole thing. And uh, yeah, it, it compl- turns into a complete mess. Um, that was a highlight. Uh, Amy Poehler, as I said, she directed it, but she plays Abby, who's kind of a control freak type. Um, so she has the whole weekend planned out and gives everyone itineraries and blah, blah, blah. So, um, and uh, Maya Rudolph plays a woman who's getting away from her, you know, army of kids and everything else. But she's got like a medical test pending. And like I said, they all have something kind of underneath the surface that they're all keeping from each other. Um, and that kind of comes up, but it doesn't, it doesn't come up in any big drama. And it's all kind of done in a very easygoing, lighthearted kind of way. Um, the tone of the film is very much just a nice little two-hour escape. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that no, was really good. It was really good. Like I said, it was funny. It made me laugh out loud a few times. Um, there's definitely uh, you can see that I suppose the inexperience of Polar as a director coming through sometimes because she's not. I don't think she's as um, as critical with her own uh, scenes as she should be. Some of the stuff you could say, oh, that, that didn't really work or that could have been done better, like, you know, especially towards the end, it gets a bit, I don't know, schmaltzy, I guess. But Okay. Uh, but other than that, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? I assume you did. Yeah, I, yeah. I really liked it. I just thought it was one of those, like, films that came and went sort of, it was just, you know, pushed on Netflix for a week or two and then it just, like, disappeared. But I think yeah. it's definitely worth watching. And yeah, as you say, like it's got an absolute stellar cast Um, you'd recognize all of them and um, they're all brilliant, like comedic actresses and like, you know, um, so yeah, I, 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 uh, I really loved it and 
yeah, it was weird when like they were talking about their 50th birthday because I just feel like they're kind of probably in their 40s. But then, you know, I don't think I'm the age I am. So uh, <laughs> it kind of all runs off that. Um, and um, Maya Rudolph's in Ireland at the moment. Is she? Yeah, because she's doing part of that Enchanted 2 film. No way. OK. Oh, very yeah. good. Oh. So that's like pretty cool. Um interesting mm. but yeah they uh i i remember just watching that film and just being like um yeah i just loved watching it when it was on mm. yeah. yeah yeah like it's, it's a nice easy to go and watch i'd recommend it just for killing an afternoon an afternoon like this would be ideal you know mm. it's pissing rain and you've nowhere else to go and you want to pick me up it's perfect for that yeah um maybe have a little glass of wine Maybe have a little glass of wine. Yeah, it did kind of make me want to get drunk. <laughs> Watch yes. It. Yeah, it makes you makes you miss socializing. That's for sure. Um, it definitely it does that. Like, yeah, because you see them getting drunk and having a great time in a restaurant. You're like, oh, I missed that. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, but um, yeah, like like there's no bad guys. There's no conflict. There's no you know. I guess I the know. conflict is sort of between the own all- friendships. Yeah, and, and it's, like, it's, it's it's not something that they can't talk out, talk out in five minutes, like, you know, I wish they do, like, you know. Um, yeah. And it's something that they, of course, you know, inevitably overcome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, as I said, there's a, there's a background cast of characters that are quite good. Uh, I mentioned Tina Fey at top. She owns it. She's kind of like a, she's kind of playing against type, I so, because she normally plays like you know smart mouth city girl, but in this she's kind of playing like a, you know, a, a kind of a loner southern type, you know, which was not not her usual kind of character, which was good as well. Yeah, uh, I think she's. It's funny since like I guess Thirty Rock, um, I've seen her in a few different roles now, um, in that kind of in in wine country and then in the sort of the drama series of mm. um what's it called it's on amazon prime and it's just a load of different love stories and i know it's yeah i can't think of the name of it, but yeah. Talking about, yeah and so she's like a couple she's part of a couple in that and it's um it's an interesting kind of take as well she's playing a very different sort of role very much yeah. sort of straight and like uh you know not her usual kind of dorky kind of like self self-aware nerd sort of thing like yeah 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 yeah. um but that's good i'm glad that uh that you liked it anyway because i was thinking like you made me watch it yeah oh cool i wasn't too sure i thought it might kind of go like yeah i thought it was funny but yeah didn't really like it (laughs) (laughs) typical man reaction i guess yeah (laughs) Yeah. um booking booking the trend on that one so yeah yes cool well, um, nice one. I had my choices were on Netflix, Army of the Dead, um, or on Amazon Prime, the film Chef. Mm. And I chose Chef. Oh, okay. So, I can see a little theme between our, the kind of like two very yes. easygoing. You and know, in the culinary, in the culinary, yeah. uh, sphere yeah um food and wine thing yeah it's very connected yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so chef, we're in the same place 
this year or this week we were in the same mental <laughs> space I think yeah yeah I think because it's sometimes it can be like sort of sci-fi or action or not action but like thriller and this is like very much more sort of chilled like you know easygoing storylines mm. I think definitely so Chef was made in 2014 and it stars John Favreau, Sophie Vergara and John Leguizamo are kind of the main three yeah. um, with NJ Anthony as the son. He's like uh, John Favreau's son. So John Favreau plays uh, Carl Casper, who is a head chef at a very well-to-do uh, restaurant called Galois. And it's owned um, by Dustin Hoffman, who's an excellent uh, role in this because he's just such a like, it's not a big role. It's one of those roles so that you kind of remember. But then again, Dustin Hoffman. So he's. You'd remember him if he was doing, yeah, if he was, yeah, any role at all. So, um, yeah, this is an interesting time actually. for a film to be written about because it's kind of based around the time when Twitter is emerging on the scene and social media and with that came online critics so um, the film basically uh, starts with the fact that uh, Carl Casper will have a critic in to review his restaurant and this critic is extremely like well to do there he's got like hundreds of thousands of followers on social media and um so you know uh carl wants the dinner and the service to go really really well and really smoothly uh justin hoffman comes into him like last minute kind of goes like no we're gonna stick with our original menu we're not gonna like veer away from that and then carl is like okay well we'll just stick with that original menu even though he wanted to try something different and like really sort of create you know because he he like you can see everything he does in the kitchen like he loves to cook Mm. and um so basically he went with uh the original menu and then what's his name actually um ramsey uh michael is the is the critic who who play, who's played by Oliver Platt and he absolutely destroys Carl Casper's reputation um and just like gives him a terrible uh review and obviously like reviews can kind of make or break a restaurant and so this is like a massive massive blow uh to John Favreau's character mm. Um, so his character, John Favreau's character is actually, um, so he's broken up with his wife. He has an ex-wife and he has a child, um, who is played by, uh, yeah, MJ Anthony. So Percy is his kid. And so they have a kind of a sort of a difficult relationship because, he doesn't see Percy all the time, you know, as he's a chef, he kind of is doing obviously long hours and stuff mm, and yeah. they he's broken up. So they've kind of a, a sort of a tricky relationship and um, 
And yeah, so he's basically not in a great place. He's, you know, his his personal life isn't great. And he kind of has this on off uh, thing with Scarlett Johansson, who's the sort of the restaurant's maitre d'. And like, so he's kind of all up in the air there. And then obviously this really terrible review from this massive um, critic online isn't great either. So his son actually creates a Twitter account for him. He tweets out and he's kind of having this online banter slash fight Twitter fight with the critic. Mm, yeah. And then Sophie Vergara, his ex-wife is like, I, I and he's heard. like, he's on Twitter thinking it's just a personal conversation between him and the, the, yes. the, the critic, isn't it? And it's actually that's, gone out of the world. Like That's know. such a funny scene it's, when he's like, was, no, no, no. It was a but real then, trap in the early days of Twitter, I think. Like. Yes. Yeah. And it kind of, exactly. There was just this lack of knowledge of like, no, everyone can see what you write. It's not yeah. like you're not sending a personal message to someone. It's like everyone on the internet can see that now. Um, so he kind of has to learn a little bit of that. Um, then Sophie Vergara is like, I need to go to Miami. Let's go. And you can look after Percy while I, I do my job or whatever. And um, yeah, so he goes down and all along as well, she's kind of talking, maybe do a food truck. Like you don't really like the restaurant business. Mm. Um and this was also at the beginning of the food truck phases or craze, as we say, like, you know, which is now massive an yes. industry in itself. Like this exactly. was only starting out back then. Like, yeah. Yeah, actually, sorry. So before he goes to Miami, um, the critic, after his like his sort of conflict with this critic online on Twitter, uh, John Favreau's like, fuck you, dude. I'm gonna cook you a brand new menu. So come into the restaurant. Um, and before the, the that service actually starts Dustin Hoffman comes back in again and he's like no we're not changing the menu we're going to mm. keep it as is and like and then he says oh you know no um <laughs> I'm like getting confused myself now does he quit um, or is he fired I can't he quits he quits so right. he's like Dustin Hoffman's like you're sticking with the old one and mm. then John Favreau's like no like after such a beating from the critic about the last menu, he was just like, no, we have to go something new, something fresh. And like Dustin Hoffman as the owner of the restaurant kind of pulls rank on him. And he's like, mm. you're doing what I'm telling you to do. And then John Favreau was like, fuck you, dude, I'm out. Dr- mic drop. And um, so he's there, no job. And he tells the critic to go fuck himself. He tells his boss to like fuck off. And so then Sophie Ver- Vergara is like, look, come look after Percy while we're in Miami. And then he he comes across a food truck and he's like, uh, oh yeah, his his commie chef, uh, John Leguizamo, which is his pal in the kitchen, hears that he's got a food truck or he's bought a food truck and literally it's a shell of a food truck it's not yeah, like, it's like even a, it's, a, it's rusted even, is it a food truck or is it like an ice cream truck that he's converting or something i don't know i i actually you can't don't know even what, tell because it's, it's so dirty like, yeah. it's 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 a rust bucket yeah it's so and, bad yeah and so then um the john leguizamo comes down to miami 
and he helps him set it up. And it's John Leguizamo, John Favreau, and then Percy, the kid, and the three of them are like the three amigos in, in the in the truck. Mm. And they they basically start yeah, a journey yeah. back from Miami to L.A., stopping in like cities on the way um, and then cooking really, really, really good food for people. Um, like making it making a storm of it on Twitter because the young is telling people, oh, yeah. we're coming here and we're coming there. And he kind exactly. Of and there gets... are people then like, yeah, because exactly one of the one of the um one of the outbursts he he did was was recorded so mm. he actually went viral and uh so so there was a bit of like he got a lot of followers from that but then the son basically took over his twitter account and started like posting loads of stuff about mm. where they were stopping so they were getting like loads and loads of people coming to the food truck every time they stopped so yeah it was um but like, oh my God, watching this film, you need to have had your dinner or have eaten yeah. already because it is I would say unbelievable. Time, I would say the best time to watch this film is if you were very hungry, but you were going for food straight after. Yeah. Because <laughs> you will like, enjoy that. You will enjoy that food so much more. Like. Yes. <laughs> or you have ordered your uh, takeaway. Takeaway, yeah. <laughs> um, or maybe like order it like half an hour in and mm. then you know because if it might take an hour to get to your house and then yeah. you know like so that's perfect so then it'll just be over when because yeah. it's like 90 minutes or something and um, you just go they go out of their way to make the food look absolutely mouth-watering oh, do you remember that brisket scene when they oh, went so, to yeah. like nashville and it was like <laughs> this kind of 40 hour brisket like um smoked so yeah. it was literally and when he cut into it it was just perfect like medium uh, or medium rare kind of, but like mm. this lovely kind of um, smoky outside. It was just all charred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked yeah. unreal. Um, but yeah, so that's basically like the story. There's like kind of wine country. There's not really like loads of twists and turns. Mm. Uh, or like you know, there's not like a gunfight. There's no major conflict. But there's conflict, I guess, in with him, uh, within him as a human, just kind of like, I want, I'm in a place, I don't want to be in this place, I yeah. want to be in a better place. It's and, a, the, the conflict of reinvention, sort of like, and how exactly he, like, what's he going to do from here? Like, yeah, so, and I mean, the, yeah. the story continues on from where I've stopped there, but like, mm. um, it just it's it's a very like it's a feel good, like, also, um. And yeah, exactly. It's it's reinvention and, you know, it's kind of a, it just sort of, he's got, he's sort of had to change, to, to change his situation in his life, he, he had to kind of change, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so Roy Choi is a producer on the, um, on the, of one of the producers of the film. And he's also the founder of the gourmet uh, food truck. Um, he's one of the founders of that gourmet food truck sort of revolution. Right. And um, so he was one of those kind of the first to do high end food in um, in a sort of a, a, a low 
cost kind of setting. And uh, so you can see him actually in the end credits and he's sort of teaching, like showing how, like teaching John Favreau to like show how he would like grill a grilled cheese. And it's like super chefy like yeah, even though yeah. it's like a grilled cheese it's the toasty. simplest thing but it, like it's done such a way like uh, yeah he's like well that's where fancy. the heat would be so you have to kind of like nothing else matters apart from that yeah. um but also for this film john favreau um actually went to culinary school and yeah i heard that yeah and he actually was um part of Roy Choi's uh, kitchen staff as well. So he actually right. worked in his kitchen. Wow. So I guess he kind of, because I guess there are a lot of scenes when he's working in, in the restaurant at the beginning. Yeah. Um. So, you know, so I guess like he, um, he just wanted to, I guess, see how a, a chef would kind of carry themselves in the kitchen and all that mm. kind of stuff. It worked. You totally buy him as a chef, like. He's yeah. doing all the right things and he's like, he's, you can see he knows what he's doing sort of thing. Like as he's doing it, like, you know, it's, 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 yeah, that's interesting. Very good. That he done yeah. That way. And uh, so it's a big supporting cast in this one as well. I was, I was constantly yeah. surprised by the names popping up. Like, I know. Cause like yeah. it's one of the kitchen staff then as well as like Bobby Cannavale, who's like in a thousand other big films and uh, mm. he's like his original sous chef. So um, and yeah, like, as I said, Scarlett Johansson, um, it, there's, yeah, there's a load of, a load of big, uh, big players. Robert Downey Jr. makes it a feature in there as well. Yeah. He's, he plays the ex-wife's current boyfriend, isn't he? I think. Uh, he plays Sofia Vergara's ex-husband. So the husband before, uh, for him that's what him. it was yeah sorry yeah and uh yeah so he's like this weird like kind of eccentric uh type. Yeah. yeah yeah and um he kind of helps him at at one of the stages um but yeah so uh it's it's an exciting little movie and it's got some good themes in there it's it's quite uh because it's sort of um it's it's it sort of feels quite realistic uh you know and it's not too kind of um un- unbelievable anyway. yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. you kind of could feel like this was an actual um real story mm. and uh yeah so it's definitely something worth watching if you're stuck for something and yeah it is on amazon prime so it's um it's ready for watching there. Yeah, it's free. It's free. So I'm glad. Well, I'm really glad. You pay, uh, you pay for you your Amazon Prime, but other than that, it's free. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just get I someone am. else's sign in, like you did. What are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? I'm saying I'm changing the password, Holly. Listen, don't. The party's over. If you change that, if you change that fucking password, Ron. If you change it, I'm gonna. She's holding a fist out to me. Listen, I'm not okay. That's all hearsay. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, no, I am glad you made me watch it. It's just a happy, easy go and watch and yeah, enjoy some nice food, maybe along mm. the way or after, and then Definitely. you'll be sorted. Yeah. Cause uh, I, I remember watching it after a big meal and yeah. I was like, I feel like I would have enjoyed this a lot more if I'd have been hungry because, uh, you know, 
Yeah. That definitely would play along Well, I'm trying to think when I watched it. I think I could have eaten my dinner by the time I watched this, but then I think I might have had like a, an ice cream or something mm. along the way just to, you so, know. Yeah. Cap it off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really into brunches at the moment. It's my go to thing. And yeah. actually, I gave one to my three year old uh, nephew and, um, he calls it strawberry shortcake ice cream. Nice, nice. I don't know My, why he calls it that, but yeah, it's cute. Very good. Yeah, it is cute. It's uh, kind of like shortcakey. Anyway, hmm. my uh, my go to ice cream at the moment is the uh, Oreo ice cream biscuit covered in chocolate, covered in Cadbury's chocolate. Have you covered seen that? in Cadbury's chocolate. What? Yeah. It's this. It's right it's there. a newish I'm one. It. Do it. Is it is it like a cookie? Like a cookie? It's like it's an ice giant, cream cookie? It's a giant Oreo ice cream cookie, but they've dipped the whole thing in Cadbury's, and it's pretty nice. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I'm gonna Google this now because this looks fucking like or uh, Oreo chocolate cake. Now cookie no, no, no. ice cream. Okay, chocolate Oreo cookie ice cream. That sounds about right. No, it's just giving me recipes on how to make Oreo ice cream. What the hell? What? Uh, Type in Cadbury's along with it. See if you get it. Okay, now I see it. Yeah, stick sandwich. Oh, stick sandwich. Holy shit. What? Oh, my God. So it's Oreo ice cream inside a kind of a Oreo cookie with covered yeah. chocolate. Holy yeah. shit balls. <laughs> It's tasty they goodness. Look unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And they're on, they're actually only 185 calories. I was actually looking at that going like uh, this is literally why do you do that to yourself? Why why are you doing that to yourself? Well, just it eat. has the snack information on the on the like, pack. Look at the calories of things, just eat it. Enjoy. Ignore oh it. yeah. No, like I I I totally do that all the time anyway, but it's just like I have to also be realistic. And if I'm getting a four pack of these, I'm going to smash all four in. So, well, I think, yeah, well, then you probably would want to know the calorie content if you're going to smash four of them, all right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You just be a normal person and have one. But if you're going to do all four, then yeah, it's probably good to know that yeah. you're not going to have diabetes come the end of it. Like, you know, <laughs> it's a potential risk. It's a, so... it's, a risk. it's a risk you're willing to take, you know. I'm not like, okay, here, I'm not actually a massive fan of Oreos. No? No. I just think it's a very, very overrated biscuit. Yeah, Oreos in themselves, yeah, they're kind of Oreos. You know what I mean? Oreos in this scenario with ice cream and chocolate, yes. Oreo smoothies that you get in these rockets, big yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have never had one of those. They're well worth it, even just to go to Eddie Rockets specifically for one of them, which I have done in the past. They're well worth it. I go to, I but my chocolate malt is kind of my go-to for Mm-mm. Eddie Rockets, I think. Not after this, it won't be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. 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 I'll put it out there. That's it. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> fine. That's fine. <laughs> Booker. Um... Let me see. So, what will we watch for next week? Um, do you know, I didn't actually come up with any choices for you. So, I'm going to have to let you know offline if that's all right. Oh, 
Stars. It's just been a very busy week and I didn't get a chance to do some Netflix-based research, unfortunately. That's okay. Uh, um, okay, so we'll just do, we'll we'll do our we'll do our uh, we'll do our choices offline then. Yes. Yeah. This week. Okay. Cool. Yeah. One week only. That's all right. Yeah. That's no worries. <laughs> don't, don't hurt me, please. Well, I'm not doing anything, guys. I actually am doing anything. Um. So. <laughs> oh. Cool. So, any plans for this coming week apart from watching the movie? Apart from watching the movie that we will give each other. Um, what am I doing this week? No, I might actually take the plunge and go to the cinema because I still haven't seen a quiet place too yet. Yeah, I thought you were so. Oh, yeah, you were going to see that, and then I was didn't. going to, and, and then I got the lazy. Yeah, fair enough. Know. The lazy is bad, you know. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's quiet place a, too. It's supposed to be a heat wave this week as well. Yeah, so From like Tuesday you, onwards, we're supposed to be, be... At like 25, 26 degrees. So by the time this goes out, we should be sitting in the middle of a, a nice heat wave going, oh, I wish it was colder, Ugh, like we always do. Yeah. Know. Like, God, it's way too hot today. Yeah. No, yeah. like those kind of things. I think, um, yeah, I know. It's just, it's hard to go to the cinema when it's like a lovely warm evening. Mm. Um. Yeah, I do want to go to the cinema as well and see that or see um, the Black Widow. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. But then I kind of like beer in the sun when it's sunny. But I don't know. This is it. Beer and sun are a powerful combo. Yes, they are and indeed. A, a, and a better combo than sitting in the dark eating popcorn. And, you know. Listen, don't fault it. No, no, I'm not saying, I'm just saying when the alternative is beer and a beer garden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I know. It's, it's, it's a knockout, you know. So also, out of uh, interest, um, do you, did have you ever had one of those Cubanos? They're like the Cuban uh, sandwiches that they cook in chef. No, I haven't, but... Yeah, yeah. they look really good. Watching that, you'd be like, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give, I I'll don't give think anywhere... No. Yeah. I just I've never don't... seen them in Ireland. Like no, I've never no. seen them in Ireland. No. But there are really good food trucks out there. And actually, my friend Linda uh, runs Serious Dough Pizza. Oh wow! And cool. yeah, and so she's based in. Um, it's really good pizza. Like now, I just want pizza now. I'm <laughs> just talking about it, and I want it. But the um, yeah, so Serious Dough pizza is based in near where the liberties market is mm -hmm. and um so they've opened up a little like exterior part of that uh area and um it's called what's it called um is it eat in dublin let me just have a little no, I don't think that's what it's dine in Dublin. And um, so there's a I load of different. Show. Do you have you heard of it? I have. Yep. There's a load of different uh, food trucks. So there's like you can get a cannoli and there's obviously there's serious dough pizza. And then there is like a load of different other um, 
various food items. You can get Sambo, Sambo Ambo. There's a, yeah, there's a load of different guys. So it just made me, that's one thing that that film actually did as well. I was like, I have to go there and like, I just want to go there and have like a dish from everywhere. Just gorge. <laughs> and like, just kind of have my own table and just have like a little bit of everything. Do you know? Just don't even look up. Just mm. like, <laughs> okay, Holly, shut up eating. <laughs> no nose bag, and just have a great time. Yeah, yeah. Where's Holly? Ah, oh, she's over there with her with her bag of food attached to her face, having a wonderful experience, <laughs> having a wonderful time. Yeah. So you know, living the dream. You're living yeah. the dream right there. Exactly. Yeah. But sure, look, we'll uh, we'll leave it there for today. Mm. And yeah. so make sure you uh, like and subscribe the podcast and you can uh, follow uh, us on at uh, why did you podcast or yeah. Is there anything else or is that it? No, that's did you say Gmail? Did I hear you say why, why did you podcast at gmail.com as well? Yeah. If you want to you send us an email for yeah. any recommendations or whatever. Or just to say, hey, you two, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Stop ruining the films I like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Right. Well, talk to you again next week. Okay. Talk to you again. Bye. Bye. Bye.